Welcome to So We're Late Podcast, where guest speakers visit every Thursday night. Don't forget to follow for new content every week. To experience a full encounter with Christ, visit Holy Name of Jesus Catholic Church at 1977 West Jefferson Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, and call 818-745-1771 or visit SoWe'reLate.com for more information. My sisters and brothers in Christ, if we can just open our hands and surrender, and if we can sing uh, the vamp of Trust Me. If you will only trust me, trust me, trust me, I will be with you. Sisters and brothers, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be a healing for your flesh and refreshment for your body. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the advocate of the Holy, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, 
will teach you everything and remind you of all I have said to you. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart that I have overcome the world. May the readings of this Holy Scripture put an increase into our hearts. The overall theme of this year's summer series is trust in the Lord your God. And the theme for tonight is God is your peace. Just a fun fact. The Bible, peace in the Bible appears 329 times with the highest occurrence in the book of the prophet Isaiah. Just a little fun fact for you guys. I wish I could write with both, with both hands at the same time, Teresa of Avila once said. Sometimes the ideas about God and about Jesus were coming to her so fast that she was unable to write them down. This is the feeling one can get reading the Gospel of John. The very first chapter alone is so full of life-enriching ideas, one gets the impression the author must have been writing with both hands at the same time. The idea that the word logos was God and was with God. The idea the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. These two ideas alone can send one thought after another racing through one's mind. In today's vernacular, the experience can be mind-blowing. Think about that. When God acted through Jesus to reveal himself to us, he was expressing for us the innermost essence of his being. When we draw close to God in Jesus, we experience God in the most personal and intimate way. And again and again in his gospel, John stresses the importance of our understanding that God's unique presence in Jesus Christ is his gift of self to us. A young woman who had converted to Christianity was asked to explain the difference it had made in her life. She answered, the old gods that I believed in demanded so much of me. The Christian God gives so much gives so much. The theme of a giving God runs through the gospel of John. John wants us to understand how God is constantly giving to us and through Jesus Christ, giving himself, giving his love, giving the revelation of the innermost essence of his being, giving his promise never to abandon us, giving his promise for, for our ultimate total fulfillment in that blessed peace which the world cannot give. And to respond appropriately to God's gift of self, we must do so in a way that genuinely expresses our innermost being, who we are, where we are as individual persons, and remember whose we are. 
My peace is my gift to you, Jesus tells his disciples. How simple yet profound, my sisters and brothers. In and through Jesus Christ, God gives us peace. Yet, this is no ordinary worldly peace. I remind you, I do not give it to you as the world gives, he says. The peace the world customarily offers is is nothing more than a temporary lull between wars. Jesus' gift of peace is shalom. Somebody say shalom. In its deepest meaning, the gift of shalom can be described as the sense of of your life's wholeness, purposefulness, the sense of having it all together, the sense of spiritual soundness, the understanding at the deepest level of your being that you are somebody, that you are destined for greatness. I do not give as the world gives peace. The peace of shalom comes from God. And God is offering us now the peace of shalom. God is offering us now the wholeness of life in our humanity that our humanity craves and and doesn't know that we need. God loves you. God is aware of all of your needs. God loves you so much, he promises without reservation to fulfill each and every one of those needs. It can happen in your life. You can become the beautiful whole person you long to be if you will trust God, if you will believe in his promises, if you will accept his love and reflect in it in the life, through the life that you live. If you will only trust me, that is what God is saying to you. If you will only trust me. In the process of going through his midlife self-evaluation, a man got to thinking about those people whose help had made a difference in his life. He reflected with special gratitude on a teacher who stood out in his memory because she had helped him through a crisis of youth. Suddenly, he realized that he had never thanked her. He tried to contact her at the school, but learned that she had been retired for many years now. And consequently, he sent her a letter in which he expressed his gratitude. And shortly thereafter, he received a letter in response, and it read, My dear Willie, I can't tell you how much your note meant to me. I am in my 80s now, living alone in a small room, cooking my own meals, and like the last leaf of fall, lingering behind. You'll be interested to know that I taught school for 50 years, and yours is the first note of appreciation I ever received. It came on a blue, cold morning and cheered me as nothing has in years. And for me, my sisters and brothers, two beautiful thoughts emerged from this exchange. First, it brought a ray of sunshine into the life of a lonely old woman whom the world had but abandoned. Second, it was the gift of self-revelation. The man was revealing himself to the old teacher in a very special, personal, intimate manner. He was telling her that he, he learned that he, he was learning how to love in a whole new way. The gift of shalom had entered his being and with it the desires to share it. Sometimes, church, 
Even in our deepest, darkest moments, God gives us the gift of shalom so that we can self-evaluate. So that we can evaluate what's going on in our lives and then share that peace, that love with our sisters and brothers. And that is the wonderful thing that that happens when men and women open themselves up to the grace of God that makes them whole persons. They want to share it. Trust in the Lord your God, for he is your peace. Shalom. Shalom. They say to the world, peace on earth, they say. Not the peace of temporary lull in hostilities, but the peace of soul that makes war unthinkable. Not a temporary peace that makes murder and killing of any kind unthinkable. Not a temporary peace, but a peace that makes abortion unthinkable. Not a temporary peace, but a peace that makes hate unthinkable. Not a temporary peace, church, but a peace that makes assault of any kind unthinkable. Not a temporary peace, but a peace that makes bigots and confusion creators unthinkable. Not a temporary peace, but a peace that makes bullying unthinkable. Not a temporary peace, but a peace that makes racism and sexism and all the isms of this world unthinkable. Not a temporary peace, but a peace that makes all evil, church, unthinkable. My sisters and my brothers, I'm talking about a peace that gives me the ability to trust. Peace that makes me trustworthy. Peace that makes me righteous. Peace that allows me to dwell in safety. Peace that allows me to remember that I am always in the safety and and, and under the wings of our God. Peace that flourishes and abounds till the moon be no more. Peace that gives me courage and strength. Peace that allows me to be still. Peace that reminds me that God is in control. Peace that allows me to heal. Peace that allows me to feel blessed. Peace that gives me joy. Peace that restores my heart, mind, and my soul. Peace that breaks chains and walls of hostilities. Peace that rules and guards my heart. Peace that helps me to be thankful. Peace that gives me mercy. Peace that is multiplied. Peace that allows me to stand until the Lord comes, comes for me. Peace. Peace, church. Shalom. Peace that allows us to let go and allow God. Peace that allows us, that reminds us that our brother is our keeper and that we are our brother and sister's keeper. Peace, church. We're not talking about anything that is temporary. We're talking about peace that is life-giving, peace that, that comes from the Alpha and the Omega, peace that comes from the beginning and the end, peace that comes from the lily in the valley, peace that comes from the Rose of Sharon, peace that comes from the Great I Am, peace, peace that that gave the three Hebrew boys the ability to walk in the fire, not knowing if they were going to get burned. Peace that gave the the woman with the issue of blood 
a revelation that all she needed to do was to touch the hem of his garment. Peace that gave, that gave the taxpayer, the, the tax collector, a sense that Jesus was his friend and Jesus could heal him. Peace. Peace that the Samaritan shone to the crippled beggar in the street. Peace. Peace that Jesus gave to the ten lepers after, they, after he healed them. Peace. Peace. Shalom. When you're able to completely trust in the Lord, church, you let the baggage that you control go. And you allow the Lord to touch you in a very special and intimate way. Then peace enters in. Then love and grace enters in. And then, my sisters and brothers, you will have a new story to tell. You will be able to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. And thank you, Lord, in advance for what you're going to do. The peace that God gives us is the promise to fulfillment, the peace of knowing that he will bring us out of all of our issues. Peace in knowing that he will deliver us from our bondage. Peace in knowing that I can't rely on the material things of this world. Peace in knowing that with God, all things, all things are possible. Somebody say peace, church. My sisters and brothers, peace that allows us to be consciously aware of our own infinite value in the eyes of God is the first step toward achieving wholeness of life and ultimately complete trust in the Lord your God. Being consciously aware of everyone's infinite value in God's eyes is the second step. And when we have taken both of those steps, the true, the true spirit of shalom, peace, becomes part of the very essence of your being. And then, my sisters and brothers, we will be able to reveal it and share it. My peace I give to you. My peace I leave you. Trust in the Lord your God with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You know, my sisters and brothers, I, I can tell you so many times where I have felt peace when I've allowed the Lord to enter in. And I'm not going to lie to you, it's hard. It's extremely hard. It's difficult. It's difficult to be vulnerable with, with people that you see daily. And it, it's even more difficult when, when, you're, when you're called to be vulnerable with God and sometimes you can't even feel his presence. 
Sometimes it's hard to, to feel God with you. Sometimes you're in mess. You're, you're dealing with your own issues, and, and yet you, you pray to God, and you, and you go to church, and you, and you come here, and you praise and worship, but you still find it hard to feel God's presence. You find it hard to hear his voice. Sometimes, church, I, I find it hard. I find it hard to let go of the baggage and, and to give it to God. I'm here to tell you, church, that that is our human nature. Our human nature forces us to doubt. The material things of this world forces us to think that we can rely on them for help, for true satisfaction. I promise you, my sisters and brothers, that the material things of this world will only give you temporary happiness, temporary peace, temporary satisfaction. You'll feel satisfied for a minute, and then you'll feel down again. And I promise you, my sisters and brothers, the only, the only source of true peace, the only source of true satisfaction is the Lord your God. Today, my sisters and brothers, you've come to continue on this mountaintop experience. You've come because you still believe somewhere in your bones, you still believe that God can and will deliver you. You've come here today because you're searching for more. And I'm here to tell you, don't search any longer. Right here, God is here. The Spirit is dwelling in this place to give you a sense of peace that you've never felt before. God is here. Jesus is here. There comes a point in our lives where we have to say, I believe. I know for a fact that, that sometimes I may fall. Sometimes this world is just so ugly. But I'm going to stand until the Lord comes for me. I'm going to be here. I'm going to stand on this rock of faith, knowing that the Lord will not abandon me. Knowing that the Lord is the true source of peace. The Lord is the true source of our joy. The Lord can give us true satisfaction. The Lord can heal our brokenness. The Lord, the Lord can, can heal our hearts. The Lord can mend our wounds. As I talked briefly last week, the woman of, with the, the, the issue of blood for 12 years. Why, how did she make it? Because God wanted her or needed her to, to go through that pain so that when she was healed, she can have a story to tell. There's a story in all of us, church. If you didn't get it last week, I'm here to remind you today, there's a story in all of us. There's a story with, with, with dealing with addiction of drinking and, and drugs. There's a story of, of, of dealing with the hurt of being abused by a loved one or someone you were supposed to trust. There's a story 
of heartache and pain. There's a story with people going through depression. There's a story of, of people contemplating suicide. There's a story of someone who's dealing with the thought of an abortion. There's a story of someone who, who killed someone, whether it's physically, spiritually, or mentally. There's a story in you those, those, those issues that you're going through, the, the baggage that you're, that you're carrying, that is your story. God is telling you not to give up, to, to trust. All the woman needed to do was touch the hem of his garment. Trust in the Lord your God. Faith of a mustard seed church, scripture says, with it you can move mountains. Trust is the first step to peace. Trust is the first step to true satisfaction. Trust, church. If you will only trust me Trust me, trust me, if you will only trust me, trust me, trust me, if you You know, my sisters and brothers, there are times where we feel abandoned. There are times where we feel like all our hope is gone. There are times where we feel the world is, is just crumbling down upon us. We, there are some times where it feels as if we can't make it anymore. But God is saying, if you will only trust him. God is saying, if, if you will, all you have to do is, is put your trust in me. God is saying, all you have to do is, is grab me by the hand and say, Lord, I am with you. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I know sometimes you might take me through the fire, but I trust you. Lord, sometimes I may have to go through a little pain, but I trust you. Lord, I know I'm going to get my heart broken, but I trust you no matter what. The Lord is saying, I am, I'm always going to be with you. I'm always going to deliver you. I'm not going anywhere. I just want you to trust me. If you will only trust me. If you, if you will only trust.
trust me. And so my sisters and brothers in Christ, are you willing and able to put your trust completely in God? Are you willing and able to say, Lord, I am willing to walk with you no matter how hard it gets? Lord, I am willing and able to say, I don't know and I'm afraid of the road that you're going to take me on. But I trust you. And through it all, through it all, I'm, I'm here today. And so I'm a living testimony of, of, of what God can do and what God is doing. Even though we are sinners, un, undeserving of his love and his grace, God still gives it to us, church. I am no saint by any means. But I have made up my mind. I have made up my mind to follow Jesus. I have made up my mind to, to tell Jesus I'm sorry for all the wrong that I've done. For all the wrong that I know I've done and the wrong that I don't know I've done. I'm sorry, Lord, and I trust you. I trust you to the point of being scared out of my mind. I trust you to the point of not knowing. I trust you to the point to the point of sometimes it, it hurts. But I'm going to stand I'm going to stand until I'm going to stand until you come for me. I'm going to stand on your word and lean on your promises even if sometimes I can't feel you. I know that you're there and I'm going to stand until you come for me. Because I've seen what you've done in others. And Lord, I want you to do it in me. I've seen how you delivered others and I want you to do it in me. I've seen how you healed others and I want you to do it in me because the only healing, the only deliverance that I want is a, a healing and deliverance that will last a lifetime. The only healing and deliverance that I crave is, is the healing and deliverance to where I can try to heal and deliver somebody else just by my experience and, and bringing them to you. The only healing and deliverance that I crave is a healing and deliverance that only you can give. And because I know that you can give it. Because I know that you will give it. Every day. I am willing to say, Lord, I've got some baggage. I've got some new baggage. 
And it's not like spirit where you can only take one bag. I, I, got, a, I got Southwest baggage, church. I got baggage to the point where I could take two carry-ons and, and pretend one is my purse. And then I got two bags and check-in that are about 50 pounds. And sometimes one of those bags that's supposed to be 50 pounds goes a little bit over and I got to buy a bag from Southwest and, and take some baggage and put it in, in the other bag. Sometimes, church, that, that baggage is, 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 is weighing us down. It's weighing the plane of, 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 of our lives down. And, 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 and all I have to do is say, Lord, I'm going to stand. I believe you. I'm going to try to give it all to you, church, Lord. I'm going to try to give this all to you. That's all you can do, church. Every day, every step that you take, Know that God is willing to take some of that baggage out of your luggage and transfer it all to his. I don't think you heard me. God is willing to, to take the hurt that you have and transfer it onto him. God is, is willing to, to take the, the pain that you have and transfer it unto him. God is, 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 is willing and able to, to take the, the issues of depression that you have, the stuff that you don't have control over, the stuff that you have control over and transfer it unto him. And once you allow God to, to transfer, that's when peace can then come. And when that peace comes, church, at that moment in time, know, and I can't stress this enough, the journey is not over until the Lord calls you home. And so, yes, there will be times where you allow the Lord to, to take some of the baggage that you have. And yes, you will be at peace. But know that scripture says that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And so every time the Lord blesses you with an increase, the devil is going to come and, and try to steal your joy. But you have to remember the God you serve is greater than anything in this world, natural or supernatural. And so when the enemy comes into your life trying to bite you, like the story I read last week, you have the blood of the lamb in you, pouring all over you. And so know that the, the, the bite is going to hurt, but the venom will not kill you. trust in the Lord and say Lord I'm going to stand until I'm going to stand until I'm going to stand until you come 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 for me
stand until, till, till, till you come, oh, come for me. And when the trumpet sounds, Until then, I'm going to stand, stand until you come for me. I will stand, I'll stand, cause I love you and I praise you, Jesus. I'll stand, I'll stand until you come. In spite of my trials, in spite of my trials, I'm going to lift you higher. I'll 
lift you higher, 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 higher. I'll stand until, until you come. I will stand, I'll stand, cause I love you, and I praise you, Jesus, I'll stand until, oh, you my sisters and my brothers. Tonight, tonight the, the Spirit wants you to know He is here. The spirit of our living God is, is here. What we have to do is open up our hearts. We have to open up our hearts to to be loved like we've never been loved before. We, we have to open up our hearts to be healed like we've never been healed before. We have to, we have to, we have to do that in order to be filled with peace. We have to do that so that God can touch us. We have to do that so that we can feel a glimpse of what it means to be truly satisfied. My sisters and my brothers in Christ, the Spirit is is urging all of us to, to open ourselves up so that we can be filled, so that we can be filled to, the, to a point of overflow. And that overflow just doesn't stay with us. We don't keep it locked away. We, we have to share that overflow with others. The Spirit is, is telling me to, to tell you that even if you aren't ready to completely trust in God, just open up your heart for a second just to feel the love and outpouring of the Spirit that, that the Lord wants to give to you, to give you a sign that it is okay for you to truly put your trust in Him.
my sisters and brothers, I promise you the, the peace and the love and the, and the hope that God gives will not disappoint you. And as my brother Elson gets ready to, to bring us into the spirit of worship, to bring us into the spirit of surrender, to bring us into a spirit of, of deep prayer. I urge you right now not to wait until tomorrow to have a self-realization, a self-evaluation. I urge you to have that self-evaluation and, and, and revelation right now. Because the Spirit of the Lord wants, wants to touch you. The Spirit of the Lord wants to give you a sign. A sign of His peace. A sign of love. A sign that yes, you have been hurt. in many ways. But I can heal you with my saving power. I will deliver you with my saving power, the Lord says. And so my brothers and sisters, as we continue on this, this mountaintop experience, I, I urge you to put your trust completely in God knowing that the Lord is your strength. And since we've recognized that the Lord is our strength, we're, we're able to further recognize that the Lord is our peace. Thank you for listening. Please visit SoWareLay.com for more information. Don't forget to download the Esne app or go to JesusTheSower.com to listen to Esne the Sower, the Sower Ministry, moving with confidence.